You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed. No better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. So many sports right now. NBA, College Hoops, March Madness, PGA Tour. App is safe, secure, easy to use. They've got exclusive offers, boosts, all that stuff this month on FanDuel. And when you win, you get paid fast. So jump into the action. They have live betting. You can combine multiple bets, same game and a same game parlay. Try out same game parlay plus. Start making every moment more and download the FanDuel app today. 21 plus in select states. FanDuel's offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana. Call one 800 327 or visit www.ma underscore helpline.org slash problem gambling. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org, Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369-NEW-YORK. 1-800-522-4700-WYOMING or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, everybody. Yesterday, part one of our two-part podcast with Nick Wright, we jumped heavy for about 35, 40 minutes into the NFL. Today, you know Nick Wright, and a lot of you understand his passion and historic knowledge and current energy for the NBA. And I love talking to Nick about hoops. Um, I think if you watch my show and have listened to my show for years, you know I'm an NFL, NBA guy with some college football. And I want to start with discussing a place I used to work, ESPN. This week, there was a moment, Nick, where Kendrick Perkins sort of pushed back on Jokic, Steve Nash, and Dirk Nowitzki winning MVPs. So what Kendrick Perkins was asserting is there have been three white players, Dirk Nowitzki, Dallas, Steve Nash, Phoenix, a couple of times, and Jokic, who are not top 10 in scoring but are winning MVPs. He said, what do they all have in common? J.J. Redick fired back, asserting that Kendrick Perkins was playing, you know, the race card, and it was unfair. It was a highly contested moment, and it was pretty riveting television. And I'm wondering, uh, Nick, because you've been outspoken where you think Jokic is an overstated player, what was your reaction to that, you know, very turbulent TV moment? I didn't see the whole segment, but I saw the clip. So I will preface it with that. Um, 
There is nothing. And I know we're going to talk about this, but I'm really glad we are. There are very, very few things that make me more frustrated than when people who know better, smart people, act like someone invoking the idea that race could play a part in things means they are calling giant swaths of people racist. Right. Kendrick did not call NBA voters racist. Kendrick raised the point, I believe what he raised was, in NBA history or in the last 50 years, whatever it is, there have been three guys to win league MVP without, or in the last 40 years, I think, without being in the top 10 in scoring. And it was Dirk, Nash, and B. Jokic this year. And in the last 60 years, there's been one guy to win three straight MVPs, Larry Bird. And now it looks like it's going to be Jokic now. I, that You raised that point and clearly implied yeah. race is a factor. That does not mean you are calling everyone racist. That's right. It is no different than if when I talk about offensive coordinators who've made it to the Super Bowl and the coaching opportunities they've gotten, and then there's Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich, I think race has played a factor, even if it is a subconscious factor in this. Yeah. And I think that if we are just flatly analyzing the Jokic situation, since 1980, three guys have won an MVP with a team not being a top three or four seed. Moses in 82. Russ, the triple-double year that you mentioned, Jokic last year. So right or wrong, that was an aberrant event. It, that was in a, So he got an exception that, there, right? I just said, in the last 60 years, only one guy has won three in a row. Yeah. So him winning three in a row would be an exception to what the history is. Sure. Is it, is it in play that there is, and I saw some an NBA trainer, a white NBA trainer, I forget who it is, actually tweeted this. I think it's an interesting point. His belief that the general media, the white general media, tends to subconsciously, maybe unintentionally, underrate good white players. They think, ah, probably not that good. The guys who are like, actually, you know, and th 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 those guys actually get underrated by maybe a guy like J.J. Redick. Right. Maybe J.J. didn't get enough credit for how good of a player he was because he was white. That doesn't mean they're racist. It means race works in our brains a bunch of different ways. While, while that happens, simultaneously, yeah. slightly, slightly overrating the great white players. Right. And, and, and do I think that happens? Yes. Do I think it is noteworthy that every time Michael or LeBron or Giannis won back-to-back, -back, the voters then said, okay, let's let's try someone else. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's just give someone else a try. But Bird won three in a row, and Yoke's about to win three in a row. I think it's noteworthy. I, I don't think that means we're calling anyone God Dog Clansman. Right. 
And it is, it is, to me, trying to shut down a conversation. I, I, I actually do not think. I, I think if I'm listing all the reasons that Jokic is now going to win probably his third straight MVP, race would not be in my top five, but it would be a, it would be somewhere on that pie chart, a very small one. So I think it is a, I, I think it is more nuanced than people give it credit for. And I, I didn't, I would have been very upset if I were Kendrick and a, and a teammate did that to me. I wouldn't have liked it. So I'm listening to KG his podcast with Paul Pierce. And he mentions how he's like, man, I've been in this league a long time. I read body language. He goes, when LeBron had that night and AD didn't even get up, I don't care if you have a bum ankle, you get up. And he said he thinks the Lakers are looking at these next 10 games without LeBron as the future of AD. Can they win without LeBron. If they can't, AD's, he's gone. But it was really interesting. So I mentioned something. Um, I had been tipped by somebody in, around the Lakers that said, you know, LeBron and AD, after that reaction to LeBron breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all-time scoring record, they're not boys. It's not um, hostile. But then they're not guys, right? You can tell from body language. KG points this out. When I mentioned that two days later, I got the strongest reaction from LeBron's people on anything I've ever said. What does that tell you? They got really defensive. I think there is a feeling. LeBron feels like he kind of needs him for at least this year. Because I, I had been told in the last year, there are times LeBron is disappointed. He came in post-bubble out of shape. It was his turn to sort of, you know, triumphantly take the team. When LeBron's missing, 80s often not playing as well. You know, they've only played like 12 games together since the bubble. That's their longest streak. And there's been some disappointment in the LeBron camp. When I said that, major reaction from LeBron's group. And I trusted my source. So my, my takeaway on this is LeBron left D-Wade, okay, and didn't give him a heads up. One of his best friends ever. Uh, Le- you know, Melo's one of his best friends ever. He's never really actively pursued him and said, bring him in. He did with Westbrook. Sure. He didn't yep. do with Melo. And and I, I guess my takeaway is this, is that the LeBron AD thing is over, but LeBron's really sensitive to it because he did move off Wade. He did get criticized for it. I think it's over. I think LeBron's smart enough to see the temperature in the room on social media. He's not he's gonna he's gonna be there for him when he's mic'd. He's like, I love you, man. He makes sure everybody knows. But I'm not gonna just say AD's reaction to the Kareem moment is nothing. Well the, it, listen, I, I it's certainly not nothing. I don't know what it was. It was one of the most bizarre things I, I've seen in sports in a couple of years. I it was one of the most bizarre, shocking things I've seen in sports and I don't I don't have any sourcing on what was going on I I I think I speculated with you but I it's been so long and this was just blind speculation uh because it was so bizarre I thought something bizarre had to have happened it, you know that was right around the trade deadline and we knew 
the Lakers called about Kyrie. And we now know Durant was available. And I, again, I have no sourcing on this. And I've said it on TV a couple times and no one has texted me like, you're on to something. So I'm probably wrong. I'm just saying in the moment, I was like, I wonder if part of it, once the Nets were like, we're not doing Kyrie, it's like, well, any interest in Anthony Davis for Kevin Durant? And that that filtered back to to AD and he felt betrayed, you know, and felt hurt, you know, whatever. Because something had, here's what I do know without having any sourcing. Something happened. Right. Because that was weird. That was as weird as it gets. With all that said, I, I don't think the Lakers are dead this year, man. I don't. You can say I'm crazy. I just, I go up and down the Western Conference. I'm like, okay, the one seed is Denver. I know a healthy LeBron and AD can beat them. I know they I, can. I've said the on one the I've totally agree. Memphis now is off into the weeds. Memphis is, is who knows <laughs> with Memphis? By the way, got, John Morant reportedly, J-Mac said this to me today on the air, is that, and this was two days ago when this airs, is that, you know, when Jaw goes out, his teammates don't go with him. He's got his guys. Is that is is there resentment that he has blown the season I, up in that room? I don't know, but I do know that Memphis is right now not looking as good as they were at any point in the last 18 months. Yeah. The three seed, God love them, is light the damn beam Sacramento. And I got mad respect for Sacramento. My lo- my lovely wife, who you adore, yeah. she's from Sacramento. Love the people there. No defense. None. It, I mean, best offense in the league, but no experience and no defense. Same with okay? Dallas. So th- Since Kyrie showed up, they you shoot 53% against the yeah. Mavs. No yeah. defense. It's, it, I, right. We joked about this on the show. NBA used to be a race to 100. With the Mavs, it's kind of like a race to 125. <laughs> it's like, who's going to get there first? Like the um, I, Phoenix set them aside for a moment. They are They should be the favorites. I get it. Dallas is my pick at the beginning of the year. I don't think Kyrie's part of winning. I don't love it. They, the last year they had the number eight defense. It's falling apart. I know you believe in the Warriors. It, I got a fact. I got a nut fact for you, Colin. Since 1980, the worst road record to win a title: 21 and 20. The Warriors have won seven times on the road this year. I don't think it's their season. Okay. So now, then you have the Clippers who made the brilliant decision of adding Russell Westbrook for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> so, it, the and then there's Phoenix, which has everything you'd want, it, yeah. not quite as much depth as you'd want. However, there are certain teams that when an injury happens, the Bucks last year with Middleton, it's like, God dog it. What terrible luck. Couldn't see it coming. Bad timing, bad luck. There are certain teams when injuries happen, like the Lakers every year post-bubble. It's like, well, yeah, one guy's in year 20 and the other guy's been injured his whole career. Or the Clippers. It's like, well, Kawhi, is his body's breaking down. The Suns, veteran leader and best player, are incredibly injury prone now. You can't, like, Kevin Durant is more, is, is post-Achilles is injured all the time. So I just say that you yeah. can't, you always, people always throw out the caveat of if healthy. Well, there are certain teams more likely to be healthy than others. And the Suns, Clippers, and Lakers are three teams that if they're hurt, it's like, yeah, 
Well, that's, you know, you that's the risk you run. So the point I'm making is I think I, I think you, everything you said about the relationship might be correct and the Lakers long term might be correct. But I also think if they can survive this time without LeBron, it I don't and I don't know the severity of the foot injury, but if they survive it, LeBron having three weeks off before a playoff run in a wide open West, I'm not ready to write him off yet. Maybe I'm, you know, uh, uh, a romantic, but I'm not ready to write him off. I will tell you one team that I think is going to feel like this could have been a year for a great run. And now has questioning everything about it was the Pelicans. Yeah. Pelicans were looking unbelievable. And now we don't know when Zion's ever going to play. Yeah. And that's a disaster. Well, the Zion John Morant class felt great. Zion can't get healthy. And John Morant can't grow up. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Get off the bench. Bet the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, FanDuel's giving new customers 10 times your first bet in bonus bets. Doesn't matter if your first bet is an air ball. You'll get up to $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Okay, all on a top-rated sportsbook app at FanDuel that's safe, secure, easy to use. Don't miss out. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Colin, FanDuel.com slash Colin. Then place your first bet, $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states, FanDuel's offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT Indiana 1-800-522-4700 visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www.ma underscore helpline.org slash problem gambling visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369-NEW-YORK 1-800-522-4700-WYOMING or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. So, you know, it, it's one of the things, not that I defended job, but I said, you know, in the NFL, um, you know, a guy comes in after four years at Georgia, three or four years at Alabama, they've gone to college, they've, the global perspective of 
classmates. They've had hard coaching. These are men. The two best guys in this year's draft forego college, <laughs> right? So it's AAU or international basketball to a paid league to the NBA. They can't drink in the team hotel. So I think part of what's sort of endemic in this sport, and you got to come to terms with it, is these guys aren't emotionally ready. And I think it's just a reality I sort of build it in, is when I look at these rookies, first of all, they all hit a wall year one. Because college basketball is regional travel, mostly 36 games. NBA is is domestic travel, count preseason, playoffs could be a hundred games. So they all hit a wall like game 65. They can't keep weight on, you know, they're just, they have to play defense. They're burning 7,000 calories a night by year two expectations, ramp up social media, parents, uh, hanger honors. So the jaw situation, I think will get turned it around and I'm not defending him, but isn't this sort of something that's built into the sport these are kids. Now they have revenue basketball, revenue shoes, revenue social. Oh, it's overwhelming. Oh, I'm listen. So here's the thing. I'm amazed anybody at that age, that money, that fame doesn't just create disaster after disaster. So I am super, you know, I've told the story to you before. I'm smart kid. I, I think good family. all the opportunities forget getting 50 million. I write out a college one who wants to be a millionaire and won 50,000 and it's gone in nine months gone with By the way, I didn't have, I didn't buy a car and have any assets. It was spent gambling, drinking out is spent. People are like, ah, you're paying for everybody's lifestyle. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. That the the I so I'm going to defend a lot of that stuff. Like people are like, oh, all these guys, they're paying for their friends. As soon as you have money, you like doing things that cost money, and nobody likes to do them alone. So it's like, hey guys, want to go to dinner? And if all your friends are like, yeah, I've got money for Fridays, and you have money for Mastros, and I guess what? You're all going to Mastro's and you're paying the bill. It's like, hey, guys, it's the off season. You want to go on vacation? And they're like, yeah, I can pay for Branson. And you're like, hmm, I was thinking Barbados. I guess we'll all go and I'll pay for it. So I understand like yeah. all of that stuff is to me totally reasonable. The gun stuff scares me. And again, I'm going to couch it with this part of it. I There is legitimate, understandable pushback from people who are like, hold on a second. We got more guns than people in this country. Everybody's allowed to have guns. And we only freak out when it's a young black guy. He wasn't breaking any laws, potentially all that. Got it. I actually think in a lot of ways, there are fair points there as far as the hypocrisy of it all. What is undeniable, though, is what he is doing is dangerous. Forget if it's right or wrong. It's dangerous. I... It it would be dangerous anywhere. It is particularly dangerous in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee has the third highest homicide rate of any major city in the country. 50 biggest cities. Bloomberg just had this. 50 biggest cities in America. Memphis, Tennessee's murder rate is number three. It is nine times New York City. Okay? 
Which means if you are one of, as far as gun violence, the most dangerous cities in America, you're one of the most dangerous cities in the world in developed countries. That's where he lives. We just saw in Memphis a Memphis celebrity, beloved young Dolph, a rapper, murdered at a bakery in the last year. I don't know if Ja's a real gangster or not. I don't know if he's hanging with real gangsters or not. I don't know if he's just, you know, playing for the gram. I know that city. My wife, who you adore, her best friend, who you've met a few times, saw at the Super Bowl, Nicole, yeah. who, uh, the, who's with us all the time, lives in Memphis. We go to Memphis a lot. I know the city. I know the nightlife. I, I told this story on, on my pod the other day. I don't know if I should tell it or not, but I, but I, whatever. We went down to Memphis for the Southern Heritage Classic. Uh-huh. The ja- Dion's team, Jackson State, yeah. it, 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 we saw it. That night, we went out. Went out to a lot of the places that I know, like, are pl- places Ja goes in Memphis. That, that scene, that, those clubs, right? One of the guys who's promoting one of the parties that night knew I was coming. He, he knew Nicole, knew I was coming, whatever. When we got there, he said, hey, thanks for coming, Nick. I was like, yeah, it's great, whatever. And he said, this is such and such. He's going to be with you tonight. Like, huh? He's like, no, he's like, I brought it. He's one of my security guys. He's just going to be with you all night. I'm like, no, come on, man. Like, I thought he was doing it like I was like some big shot. He's like, no. He's like, I I know my city and I know... I'll feel better. He'll be with you. His point was, you have a little bit of notoriety, a little bit of jewelry. I, I'd i feel better if I knew someone yeah. who knew everything about the city was here with you. And now some might say, and if bosses hear this, they might say, yeah, Nick, maybe go to a different club. <laughs> maybe, maybe right. go somewhere else. But whatever it is, you're young, you're having fun. That is... Where Ja lives and whether he is an actual tough guy or not, actual tough guys see these videos and see how he's conducting himself. And I I, I don't think it's being uh, hyperbolic to say what he's doing is dangerous. Yeah. Not that he's going to hurt someone. That something could happen to him. And... And this is the last point I'll make on it. The opportunity in front of him, there is like, he's in a very unique spot because if if someone were to say who are the best players in the NBA over the next, you know, six years. So LeBron's gone. Durant's probably aged out of it. Steph might be aged out of it. So like, you know, from 2026 to 2032 are the best players. People probably say, well, Giannis, Luka, Jokic, Embiid, and then you say Ja, Tatum, whomever. Here's my point. There is a lot of money in being, he's never going to be the best player in the league, but he might be the best American player in the league for a long time. Because all the guys ahead of him, there's different marketing available for the best American player. There just is. Like they Luka and Jokic and Giannis are not going to get 
all of the endorsements that the guy who's the best player in the league should get as an American guy would. That could all go to job. People love him. He's electrifying. But the shit he's doing is dangerous. It's flatly dangerous. And I hope he I I hope he gets that. And I hope he's I hope he's all right. By the way, I know you don't buy the Warriors, but I, I do think it's interesting, not just because he's a member of the volume, but I watch the Warriors a lot, almost every game, at least half. He's a much bigger part of their offense as a catalyst than people will ever admit. The ball moves significantly better when he's on the floor. He remains of course. maybe the best defensive player, certainly for his size in the league. He's a classic Rodman annoyance. And I think he plays with a – there's so much intellectual capital with all those playoff games, his spacing, his screening, that when he when he went after Jordan Poole, some have suggested it hurt the team on the road, that that's where you hang out together. And it's a more clicky team. People took sides after that. Do you buy into that? Oh, well, that's that's really interesting. I haven't heard that specific theory because the home road splits don't make sense. Don't make sense. It is... But the road, it, if it, a clicky oh, teams oh, aren't good on the road. That would, no. So maybe, the, listen, the, only Houston and San Antonio have fewer road wins <laughs> this year. Think about that. The Charlotte Hornets have been better on the road this yeah. year. The Pistons have as many road wins. That seems impossible. It really seems impossible. So there's got to be something going right. on. And the outlier event is exactly what you said. Is is Draymond slugging pool? And I, this is not that one guy's, you know, a vet's going to punch a younger player is going to happen, but this is one of the risks when you try to bridge generations like yep. the Warriors with the light years thing we're trying to do is that you are going to have, and it's not like the NFL where there's so many guys, everybody can, you know what I mean, have their own group. There's only, 14 guys on a team. It's only nine guys that matter at all. And it would it be shocking for anyone? Because the only guy that kind of straddles the line is Wiggins as far as age. That's right. You have really young, and then you have the four guys who've been there for all of it. Yeah. Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Iguodala. That's it. And so it is a weird spot. I also, I also think this. That winning that title that they won was so important and so gratifying and so much for all of those guys. A can't ever tell me nothing, nothing. Title one, it's the first one. The Cavs were hurt. And then the very next year, LeBron killed him, which doesn't take that title away, but it feels a little, you know what? It makes you feel a little different about it. Then you're the best team in the world by far, but there's the weird thing with Kevin. You know what I mean? Steph's the guy, but Kevin's there. And then Kevin leaves and you're in the damn wilderness. You miss the playoffs outright. And then you get knocked out in the play-in. That's the two years. And then you win the whole thing again. Yeah. I think 
man, it is hard yeah. to amp yourself back up. Yeah, there's a lot of people that watch them even more closely than I do that felt like that was the last great moment for the franchise, those games in Boston. I think here's the thing. And that could also explain the home road, which is they're not that great of a team at this point. They are emotionally spent, but at home, they get that extra oomph energy. Plus, it is still intimidating for opponents. So again, I don't think they're a seven, you know, seven and twenty-four level team independent, but it might be that it's less about the road record being so awful and more about the home record slightly inflated for where it should be because that the, they get the boost from the crowd and and all of that. I just think that strikes me as a it's a it's a lot of years, Colin. It it's 15 16 17 18 19 20 1 2 3. We're in the ninth year. Yeah. From when they won their first title to right now. And people can be like, LeBron went to eight straight. Two different teams. By the end of the run in Miami, they were spent. And by the end of the run in Cleveland, they were spent. LeBron's ability to bridge that whole thing is mind-boggling. But we're now talking nine years of title contention, essentially. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. And I just, it's why I, I just have a hard time, hard time thinking they can gear up for one more hurrah. Maybe they can, but I think they might, they, if they find themselves in the play in, which is on the board, unlikely, but on the board, having to immediately gear up for elimination level, then it's just, I just think they're in a rough spot, which is one of the reasons the West feels so open to me. Nick Wright. We did 30, 35 minutes on NFL yesterday, 30, 35 minutes today, this morning. Before we go, can I just ask you one question, NBA Eastern Conference for a second? How much, because I'm not able to watch your show quite as, I I watch pieces of it every day, but when I was in the mornings, I'd be at home and I'd have it on. So I'd kind of always hear you. Now you're on while I'm prepping and I don't know about you. I try to consume almost nothing yeah. before I go on same. the air because or else it like it'll get in my brain right, and I thing. you know I don't want to um how much have you talked on your show about the New York Knicks? Well, not a lot. Um I think the Okay, Knicks, that's the right answer. Yeah. No, I'm not asking you to talk about them now. Yeah. I just that's the the, yeah. the reason I asked you was because the amount of attention that the moment they have a good two weeks, this team that's been out of round one once this millennia gets because my theory on it is the following. I really asked you that just so I could go on this rant. My apologies. I think media that works in New York likes Knicks fans liking them. Yeah. They like walking down the street and having, oh, yo, shout out to the Knicks. Thanks for giving the Knicks love. And I won't do it. And and people on my show, they're like, oh, ready to admit the Knicks are a threat. To who? To what? And I said today, I said, over the last 50 years, the Cavs, who, by the way, are currently the four seed and the Knicks are the five, 
have been a better franchise. Yeah. You're like, what are you? It's flatly true. The last 50 years, the Cavs have the same. In the last 40 years, the Knicks have no titles. Last 50 years, the Knicks have won. The Cavs have won. The Cavs have the one of the, I'll be generous here, two greatest players ever, really greatest players ever. The Knicks have the 34th greatest player ever. Like, give me a break. And even recently, and right now, who has the best player between them? The Cavs. Who has the best young player between them? The Cavs. But the I I don't usually believe in like coastal media bias except for on two things: New York Knicks coverage and wildfire coverage in LA in the other direction. I believe this is a totally random take to end the show on. I believe if anywhere on the Eastern Corridor had fires the way Los Angeles does, it would be wall to wall news coverage. Every time it happens. Yeah. If if, if 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 20 miles north of Washington, D.C., you had 150 acres on fire, I have a feeling CNN would be all over it. <laughs> yeah. But it happens in that California, like, I don't even know. It's weird out there. There's oceans, mountains, who gives shit. <laughs> like, nobody talks about it. It's crazy to me. But Knicks coverage, the overcoverage of the Knicks, and the undercoverage of the California weather stuff, that's where I believe East Coast media bias happens. Yeah. That's my the Knicks. Take. It's a Tibbs team. Play really hard every night. Effort wins a lot of regular season games. In the playoffs, everybody plays hard. It's talent, and they don't have enough offense. And you don't have an extra gear. You can't get yeah. to it. If you're always, if your foot's always to the ground on the accelerator, then when someone else goes into fifth gear, you're like, I was already there, and now I can't win the race. Yeah. I've seen, I've read this book before. All right, buddy. Once a month, we bring him in. We do an hour. I usually do 30 minutes. Congrats this on all your fun. success. Oh, thanks. You too. Congrats on the, this the highest rated TV show ever. You're crushing. Love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.